Yogi with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Welcome in to another edition of the tailgate, the last one for a while, because uh, no show tomorrow because of Gator softball, and then on uh, Jeff will be going to Hoover, and I'll be going to the beach for a much-needed vacation. Uh, certainly a good day to finish up on because it was a incredible newsy day, and it you know it's kind of weird. I was thinking to myself driving over here from uh, doing the pot. We actually taped. The podcast with Coach Spurrier today, it'll be it'll be on tomorrow. For those of you who listen to the podcast or watch the podcast. Um, so we'll be a little bit kind of behind. You know, we, we won't know who's leading the PGA. I know who's leading it right now. We'll get to all that. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Uh, Jeff will be in here in about, well, not in here. He'll be at the stadium in about 15 minutes. And we'll be back on the show for about, oh, He'll be on for about um, about 90 minutes, I think. And then he'll have to cut out early to go, obviously, to do his radio broadcasting. So the story, the, I, I, what I was thinking about when I was driving over here was, man, McHubert did not pick a good day to retire, to announce his retirement. Um, because, obviously, with what's going on with Jimbo and Nick Saban is dominating every every college show in, in the country. But we'll start with, we will start with, with Mick Hubert announcing his retirement today because this is Gainesville, Florida, and I'm sure there's a lot of you that are going to be curious to see who it ends up being. Um, you know, Mick had, you know, I had asked him the question about retirement several years ago. I think it was on here. It was either on the show or it was on something else. Um and he had always said, well, you know, I, I feel good. I'm going to keep going. He, I know he had a five-year plan, and but he in five years he was going to make, you know, but he was, I don't think there was ever any intention. And I don't know, you know, I read the story that Scott Carter did about him and why he's decided that after the South Carolina weekend series here, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and it'll be very emotional for him, I know. Um, that's it for him. He's done. And he's, and he's probably done for good. Um, and moving to Sarasota, he's already sold his house here. He sold it a while back. Uh, bought a house in Sarasota in 2019, and um, that's where they want to move. And look, I—he's been doing it a long time. I get it. I get. It's 68 years old. You know, I tweeted this out. His retirement hopefully goes better than mine. I'm working all the time, um, but I get the impression he's gonna have a good retirement. Uh, and I'm sure that he's been taken care of doing all the uh, work he's done over the years. Mick has been a very lucky man, too. And, and I don't know, maybe it has a little bit of an influence on, you know, they're, they're doing Florida football and basketball lately and been that much fun. At least the last year it wasn't. And maybe he said, hey, it may be time. I don't know. I don't know enough about what he's thinking. Um but uh, you know, we all we all say the same thing. I think 
we hate to see you go. Um, and I, I even broached this. I, I sh- shouldn't give away anything that's in on my uh, podcast, you know, but I did broach this subject at the end of it. Um, and I don't think it'll, it'll happen, but what about the Ring of Honor for a guy like Mick Hubert, who's done it for so long and has been so good? You know, he doesn't qualify according to the very restrictive uh, qualifications, but we've heard from Scott Strickland he's willing to to look into it and change him if if, if necessary. I don't know that it'll happen. I know they're going to now they're going to um, do something at next year uh, to honor him. You know, I'm sure it'll be whatever game he he can make it for, make it back for. And they'll give him the jersey and everything in a frame, and it's all that's always kind of a cool thing. And they'll give him something, some other stuff. They'll probably give him a trip, you know. They did. Remember when they did to Mike Martin? I think they gave him a they gave him a uh, trip, like a cruise. So they'll probably do stuff like that for for Mick. I mentioned this to Coach Spurrier today. I said Mick Hubert needs to. Um, needs to have Chris Doring on the field with him when he gets honored. I don't know if Doring can be there because his work. But that's where McHubert kind of became the voice. And I always call Whenever I would see Mick, I'd go, voice, what's up? Because he became the voice of the Gators in 1993 when that happened, when the Doring play happened. And Doring's got a touchdown, which was a one of those – I don't know. Is it among the ten biggest plays in Gator history? You know, um, certainly I think it's probably right there because I mean, individual as a play, that's the one that you can watch over and over again, and you still can't understand why Kentucky was playing too deep and and nobody covered the middle of the field they, to this day. And said they left Doring on a linebacker, and Doring's always said it's because he was. They looked at him and thought he was slow. But so we'll we'll see what happens now. And again, Florida's got to have a national search that's required um, at this university. Have a national search for it, and we'll see who it ends up being the new voice of the Gators. Now, look, I obviously the guy who's going to join come on the show in about seven minutes is going to be a, a guy that Florida's going to look at, and uh, we all want to see that happen. But the other people that I think are are are, are going to be favorites. Let's just put it that way. To me, there's three people. Now, Florida could go way off the grid on this. They could go really exotic and hire, for example, somebody like Laura Rutledge to be their play-by-play person. Again, somebody who hasn't done play-by-play, but I, I think she would pick it up. She's very good at everything she does. And that would be really cool. I don't know that, that Florida would even consider going that far off the grid. Not am I sure they could pay her enough. She'd make a lot of good money at ESPN. You know, you could – I even mentioned this. Colin, what about Collinsworth? Well, he doesn't do play-by-play, A. And, B, he's making so much money, he didn't know how to spend it fast enough. So that's not where Florida's going to go. I think there are three people that they'll consider. And, it again, this is kind of like – when a when a coach leaves, when a coach leaves, gets fired, quits, leaves, goes to the NFL like Coach Spurrier did, uh, goes a little bonkers like Urban Meyer did. I mean, I, that's not a fair thing to say. Just 
got unhealthy mentally like Urban Meyer did or when he's fired like the last three coaches have been. We always, one of our things is to come up with speculation. All right, who who are the candidates? Now, we don't know. We're guessing. We all guess Billy Napier might be a, a, a legitimate candidate. We We didn't have any idea that Brian Kelly was available, that Lincoln Riley was available. Now, again, they might not have been available to come to Florida, but we had no idea that was going on. So um, I, I think there, the three guys would be, and again, this is thinking inside the box, not outside the box, would be Jeff Cardozo, James Bates, and Mike Morgan. Now, all three are UF grads, and of course, Bates would have an advantage because he played football. He's been doing play-by-play. Jeff has done a lot of play-by-play, most of it baseball. Um, and and I, I will just say this. I, I, I hope he, he's not listening. But Jeff is so good at his job. And I don't just say that as a friend, man. I say that as somebody who admires him. And so is James Bates. He's great at what he does. And I can tell you that I know I've talked to these guys in the past, not today, in the past, and yeah, that's something that when Mick leaves, yeah, that would be something I would like to do. Again, I don't know if, for example, James Bates still feels that way. He may be so busy with some other stuff, he goes, no, I'm good. I'm good with what I'm doing. Or he may want it. And the other one, the third name, would be Mike Morgan, who is a, a Florida grad, Who's on the SEC network, and of course made the call on the um, the Sterling Thomas home run the other night, and has done a lot of Gator games, football, basketball, baseball. I've talked to him. I'm pretty sure he wants a job. I I've talked to him uh, before about it, and I, I so those would be the top three candidates in my mind. It doesn't mean it's going to be any one of those people. It, it may be somebody that comes out of nowhere. And maybe and and you know I kind of hope again I don't want to tell Florida how to run their department. I kind of hope it's somebody with a Florida connection, but it's not necessary. Again, Mick Hubert had no Florida connection. He came. He was doing uh, games in um, for. Uh, uh, I'm blanking out on. He was in Ohio. What, who was he doing? Who was he doing? Toledo, I think. Somebody like that. Anyway, I, 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 it's not that, but I think I. I don't know the answer. So we'll see what happens there. So the reason I said that it may not be a great day for him to do the, announce this is because of this Saban-Jimbo thing, which I've never seen anything like it in my life. I've never seen two coaches go after each other publicly like they have. It's going to be a really interesting meeting in Destin. I think it's a couple of weeks away. It may be next week, actually. Uh, so we'll see if that does happen. Uh, right now, let's go ahead and get – do we have Jeff on which line? Is he here? Is Jeff here? Jeff Cardozo? Yeah. Hey, you got me? Uh, uh, yeah, I've heard of you. Hi. How are you? I'm dandy. You made it over to the ballpark. Made it to the ballpark. They're not even hitting batting practice yet. I'm early. You know, it was kind of cool to, to go by uh, – I, I had to go the – you know, I forgot that all that construction's going on in Gail Emron. Yeah. So – I had to go around, and I went by the baseball stadium, and you know, I was kind of like got a little fired up thinking about that game. And then I walked go by softball, 
and Wisconsin's out there practicing, and I'm like, man, this is going to be a great weekend for sports around here. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think that's what you, you hope for is, well, one, because it's the last one for baseball, and you don't know if there's going to be a regional, which normally Florida is hosting a regional. So, right now, eh, whatever. It's the end of the regular season. Gators will be back. This should be it, and I think hopefully the fans will show up. They'll be ready to go, and, I mean, the, the energy was awesome on Tuesday night against Florida State, and I know it's a South Carolina team that isn't necessarily been the greatest, but they're only one game behind Florida. So these are pretty big games. Right. When it's all said and done, and, and again, it could be the, the last three. So show up here, and then certainly for, for the postseason across the street, that's uh, that's always fun, and see if those guys and gals can figure it out. All right, we'll get to your phone calls, but I do want to ask Jeff uh, quickly about Mick announcing his retirement today because I know you took a lot from Mick in terms of preparation and how to go about doing your job. Yeah, you know, it's it's um... – it's tough because, I mean, I owe everything really to, to Mick. And, you know, I was a kid that obviously wanted to, to become a broadcaster, and, and that's what I majored in in school. But, I mean, never imagined getting to, to share a booth with this guy for as many years as I did. And, you know, we've been a part of things for about 15 years now. Just, um, you know, the ups and downs, the fun times, the good times, the really good games, and certainly the memorable moments. Gosh, crying in a booth together. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, is never forget I, that. Yeah, I'll never, yeah. never forget. But I mean, that's exactly the, the way it is, Pat. I mean, I think everything that I do, and, and gosh, I'm sitting here right now at the baseball ballpark, and I've got all these stats, and I've got a notebook. Well, I wouldn't have the notebook if it wasn't for what Mick showed me and, and how to prepare and how to make tabs and how to know where to go so you can quickly look something up and, you know, how to make sure that, you know, there, there's a lot of broadcasters and, and Mick called them wall builders. You know, they would stick like 15 pieces of paper up on the window and then you look over and, and you look at it, but then what's happening? You're taking your eyes off of the field. Yeah. So you're not seeing what's going on. So not to be a, a wall builder type guy and just, uh, just to make sure you're familiar with everything. So that way when – you know, when Fabian hits his 50th home run, you actually know and can make it during the call that it's his 50th home run and, and where it goes into history and, you know, just all the, the, the memorable moments. But, yeah, I owe Mick uh, really everything, and it's uh, certainly been a pleasure. And I talked to Mick this afternoon and, you know, told him how much I appreciated him and, and how much he meant to me. And, I mean, still obviously will mean to me. It's not like the guy's dying. But, <laughs> I mean, he, he made a decision to um, – you know, now go and, and be a part of something with, with his wife. I mean, she uh, she she's, you know, helped him out for 33 sure. years now, and he gets the opportunity to go hang out a beach and, uh, and and be with her and, and enjoy life. And I think the best part is it's, it's – to me, it's like Barry Sanders. I mean, you, you couldn't believe that Barry Sanders retired because he was so damn good, and he just had so many great years left, and I think we thought about that with Mick as well. So – Certainly didn't expect it to, to come and, and just it be boom all of a sudden that he will not be uh, doing another game and, and I won't be able to be in the booth with him. Yeah, I know Coach Spurrier said he was going to come over there tonight and, and say give him a hug and not you know you're not, you're not saying goodbye to the guy but you're you obviously things will not be the same as they were but um, there's no question uh, the voice as I called him has uh, has been incredible um, and and again he's. I'm sure there's a part of him that says, "Man, I'm, I've been a lucky guy. I got I got here when Spurrier got in the year before Spurrier got here, and then Billy came and Urban came, and uh, you know it's been incredible. And obviously, doing baseball and being able to do the national championship game, it's been pretty incredible for him. Yeah, only guy to uh, ever say that he broadcast three national championships of three different sports. 
Nobody in the uh, the history of college has uh, been able to do that. So it's pretty cool. Well, it is very cool. All right, we got to get a break, and uh, we'll come back. We got some phones that are lit up. Michelle and Mike will get to you, and of course we have Jeff here for the uh, what? What do we got? About an hour with you? Yeah, five thirty. Yeah, yeah we'll five thirty, and uh, so we. Uh, We'll have until then, but I've got plenty to talk about, including I want to get your take, Jeff, also on the whole uh, Saban-Jimbo uh, deal and uh, and also the PGA. And, oh, there's all kinds. It's a big, been a big news day for our last show for a week or so. But we, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Marshall Tempest. Former Gator Al Horford was cleared for the Celtics for tonight's game against the Heat. The Celtics and Horford will try to tie up the series on the road before bringing it back to Boston for Game 3. The Gator baseball team has a game tonight at home versus South Carolina Gamecocks. Coverage for Game 1 of the three-game series starts at 6.55 PM. The Gator softball squad has a game against Kinesis College and the NCAA Regionals at home Friday night. Coverage for that game starts at 4.15 p.m. The Gator baseball team have another game Friday, game two of a three-game series against South Carolina here at home. Coverage for the game starts at 6.55 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly May is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good bait. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community 
is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, thanks the voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, for 33 years of on-air perfection. From 48 yards, and the ball again. The snap, the kick, it's been blocked! We wish you and Judy an enjoyable retirement. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back uh, to the tailgate. Pat Dooley here in studio, Jeff Cardozo out at the ballpark. Let's go and get the phones lit up here and uh, see what Michelle's got for us today. What's up, Michelle? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Yeah, this is a bonanza day. Y'all got a whole a ton to talk about today without even having to try hard at all. No, but um, we always try hard. You do. You do, and I enjoy it. I'm excited that I get to be the first caller because I never get to call in early. It's always late when everybody has, you know, said everything. So I'm excited about that. Um, so I just want to call in about Mick. Um like many others, you know, since I didn't know that he was even thinking about it, I literally just asked um, Steve Russell about him like a week ago because I was like, he doesn't call baseball. I was missing the voice. And um, and then to read that today, I grew up under Otis Box. So that's oh, my, yeah. love of, my love of Gators was my mom and I sitting on Saturdays listening to Otis Box. So when he retired and left, I just thought that there would never be anybody else because that's, that was the voice I was trained on. And so you just like, no, nope, there's never going to be anybody as good. And then I don't even remember who was in between. David Steele. Boss. David Steele was yeah, very good. Okay, So see, that tells you something. It just didn't mean much to me. But then, you know, Mick came along and like you said, he became the voice. And games just won't be the same. I called my mom and I was like, uh, she probably going to take to her bed because she <laughs> is a faithful, mute the TV, have Mick on the radio. And, I mean, it didn't matter where we were. She'd be like, find me a radio. I, I got. I need to hear Mick. He don't, nobody call it like him. Um, I have a friend. She's like, if you call into the show, let him know. She lived in Sweden for a few years. And uh, that's what got her through, was listening to Mick two, three, four o'clock in the morning over in Sweden with basketball and football games. She's like, and I would be sitting at my laptop. She's like, and Mick just made you feel like you were sitting right there on the sideline. She's like, I'd catch myself sometimes hollering at the laptop because you listening to Mick give the play-by-play and play and your nerves are bad. So he definitely is going to be um, missed. But I, you know, I don't have no issue with somebody retiring and going to enjoy life because Certainly, I'm trying to do that at some point myself. Um, 
So, but he's going to be missed, and I know there are some good choices out there. I love the three that you put with Jeff and um, Bates and and um, Mark. Is Mike, it Mark? Mike Morgan, yeah. Yeah, because I and again, that's just me people. speculating. Totally it. me speculating. I like those, but I like the names. I like the names um, and all that. So I know somebody will come in, and the next Mark will be made. You know, for whoever. Is gonna do it, but uh, he's one that we're not ever gonna forget, and he won't be replaced. It's just gonna be the next person uh, for doing that. And then I'm gonna say this, and I'll just get off. Uh, the whole Jimbo Nick Saban kind of thing is crazy. Um, you, know, I love a good little back and forth, so you know it's good entertainment. Oh, it's entertaining, yeah. Just, yeah, it's entertaining. But I would just have to say, I just think that this. I've always thought Nick Saban was. A jerk. I'm sorry. I just think he is. Um, but this kind of really exposes his, you know, if I'm not number one, then everybody else, whoever's above me or whatever else is going on, must be flawed because I'm number one. And you can't be number one or you can't be doing anything greater than I am unless it's flawed. And so I just think that was a cheap shot to make. I really do think it was comment didn't have to be made. Um, you know, I like Jimbo's retaliation. I like call it out. They told you, you put my name in your mouth, and I'm a, I'm gonna put your name in my mouth. We just gonna go like that. Um, so I like it. But anyway, just wanted to say to Mick, we're gonna miss him. Enjoy retirement. It won't be the same. Listen to the games and uh, go Gators this weekend. That was awesome Tuesday night. Um, they might have heard me at my house over at the field because I hollered so loud when he hit the home run. Um, and Jeff, I enjoyed the call. I, I waited with bated breath because I wasn't listening to the radio for them to upload it on Facebook. And you called it just as I thought it would be called. So great game, and list, looking forward to listening this weekend. Go Gators! Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, and, and obviously everything uh, you, you said about Mick is uh, is right. I think there's there's so many people that have reached out today, and you know I think certainly you could probably go online and, and read a bunch of stuff that just. That was what people did. I mean, they, they turned down the, the, the television. They, they turned up Mick, and, and they, they wanted to listen. And, and I think, you know, anytime you have that home broadcaster, you know, you're certainly going to get the excitement. But just the perspective and the prep work, there's no way that anybody from a national scale, even if you like that person nationally, was going to know more than what Mick knew and, and have the insights and, and the prep work and certainly the excitement for, for the Florida Gators. So every time you hear one of those calls and – you know, it sounds like Seth has, has inserted a few of those. Uh-huh. You'll never forget that one either with the, uh, no. the you know, the blocks. Was that you that did that? Uh, I didn't block it, but, no, I didn't insert it. No, Seth is uh, is hard at work trying to yeah, make sure that's, we no, that's great. we pay homage to uh, a great man. But, yeah, I got, I, when we were I was listening to it, I had the headphones on, I got chills again, you know, even all these years later. And I think – I think there's nobody you would rather have doing a, um, you know, a game during that era than 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 Mick because he got so excited, you know, and and he was a, you know what the thing was, he was excited as the fans were, yeah, and that's that's what made not everybody gets all that excited. I mean, you know, obviously the guy who did the kick and the all that stuff that that was thing, but I did I do think Michelle. Somehow managed to throw you and David Steele both under the bus. Um, that was that was pretty good. How'd she throw me under the bus? She said she couldn't believe that Mick wasn't doing baseball games. Oh, <laughs> I I think she meant that he wasn't doing them in addition to you. Like, you know, like you you two were in the booth together. 
David Steele definitely went under the bus, though. Yeah. Well, he wasn't there that long. Yeah, and I mean David's great, and he's still great. He's still great to this day. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was he succeeded Otis, and then gave way to Mick. Uh, by the way, just I, I, I'm kind of following some stuff on Twitter because uh, Saban is supposed to be on ESPNU radio in a little bit. But the AD at A and M saying, telling uh, SI dot uh, now Ross Dellinger, great guy. Nick Saban's comments violate SEC sportsman bylaws, and he's been in contact with Greg Sankey. Said it was a personal attack, and I, I look, I agree, it was a personal attack. But you know what? So was Jimbo coming back at him personal. I mean, it was even worse. So I wish I could be in the coach's meeting room in Destin. Yeah, it, um, I don't know. I mean, I think Saban was probably just saying what we all thought. I don't know if he was uh, personally attacking A&M. I mean, I think he, he knows, and because it's it's starting to be public. I mean, there, there's a lot of people out there. I mean, look at the these Miami guys. I mean, they, they screwed everything up. They, they basically let it be known that those guys got recruited, and you can't do that in the state of Florida. So that's an NCAA violation of what the Hurricanes did with those basketball players, and everybody knows that, Texas A&M bought that recruiting class. So that's all that Saban was saying. I don't think he just basically didn't come out and say that, that Jimbo bought these guys. I mean, it's just he was stating the facts. I think Jimbo more coming back and now doing what and, and saying what he said about Saban is, is way worse than what Saban said. I, just, I've never seen Jimbo's it. a big baby. He He's is a big baby. He's always been a big yeah. baby. I, I, I've never seen heard, heard anything like that coming from a coach about another coach, especially – Especially when he says he thinks he's God, he thinks he can walk on water, he's been cheating. Basically saying he's been cheating his whole life and, and now he's mad because somebody somebody's doing it the right way, which I, I find all that hard to believe. Yeah. No, I I know. It's I mean, it is fascinating and, and funny to, to see him go back and forth and, and certainly makes a, an interesting story. But listen, it, and I'm sure that Saban has done some bad things, but he still gets those guys to play, and he's a, he's a really good coach, and he wouldn't be in it time and time again if he wasn't a good coach onto the field. And now you're allowed to get guys to try to make it better. And Saban always did it where he at least would get the best recruiting classes because he was so good, and he could say, look, I get guys to the next level. I put you in the SEC championship game. I put you in a national championship game. So that's why you're going to come here to Alabama. But remember, a lot of those Alabama guys, too, waited their turn. Like, they knew that there was even people ahead of them, and they were willing to come sit in that program just so they could be a part of that and, and have them be coached by Nick Saban and, and, and have that type of stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I've looked at Nick Saban. And even though some people think he's a jerk, I, I think yeah, even the last few years, you know, even getting to be around him, I, I think he's done a good job. And he's good, you know, with the, the commercials now and the things that he says. So I, I don't have much of an issue. I think Saban's just at the point where he understands now that, man, I can't just – and it's like Sully with NIL. You can go out and get the best recruiting class and, you know, have a whole bunch of freshmen. But, I mean, I know for a fact – that Sully has now lost some players for next year, and they've gone to a different school that they would have never thought of going to if NIL wasn't a factor. Right. 
So it has completely changed a whole bunch of stuff. So, I mean, the Sabins of the world, the Tim Corbins of the world, the, the Sullys of the world, guys that went out and got the best recruiting classes because they had good programs and they could coach, now aren't going to have that advantage anymore. Just a little update. Nick Saban did, on, did go on uh, SXM College, uh, the uh, ESPNU channel on Sirius, which I listen to all the time. And he, here was his quote, I should never have singled anyone out. That was a mistake. I apologize for that. I, I think it's a little bit of damage control. But um, I think in the end, there's a lot of people. Like somebody just tweeted this out. I think it was to, uh, uh, I can't remember who it was. Anyway, he said, look, there's a moral high ground. Jimbo Fisher is not the moral high ground for anybody. No, so. no shot. Let's get uh, one more call before we have to take our next break. Ted's up. What's going on, Ted? Sure. I hate to follow the conversation here because it's been so good, um, especially Michelle. This is the best caller I've heard on there in a long time. That was fantastic. Um, is it okay to, to think that, that both of them are kind of shady? Because I think oh, that that's yeah. probably the case. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think that that's what we've got here. And I, I have a hard time, like, sympathizing with Jimbo Fisher. I, I saw a graphic today where you know, this is year four for him or year five that he's going into. I think he's had four seasons at Texas A&M. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, none of which he has won the SEC West in. And last year he went four and four um, in the um, in the um, conference. And now is when everybody has decided. Oh yeah, yeah, Texas A&M. That's where we should go. That's that's the school that's on the rise after he's been for four years and had a four and four season in the SEC. And you, and that's when you do, that's when you get seven five stars. That's when you have the best recruiting class in the history of college football. So. I have a hard time believing that Jimbo Fisher is being on the up and up right now um, about what. No, I I think they definitely used NIL uh, in in an incorrect way, but um, you know the bottom line is you um, it's it's a tough situation because it, it's everybody's learning kind of learning on the fly here with NIL stuff. Sure. What about it? Yeah, there's only to be a course correction. I, I was actually calling. Because I, I, I don't know if you guys saw the ruling today. Um, is that clearly the story you guys are talking about, the two stories you're talking about are the two biggest ones, Mick Hubert and um, Nick Saban and uh, Jimbo Fisher. But also the NCAA ruled that they will not give the um, extra scholarships to those who are here for their COVID year this year, which is pretty big news because Florida, I think, sits at 89 scholarships now. And we'll have to figure that out a little bit as they're trying to add, I think, still – one or two players from the transfer portal. That, well, I don't know. I, I got to double check that, but I think Florida's at eighty, is what I was I was told. No, 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 they're over. Are yeah. they over? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're for sure over. Ted, yeah, Ted, Ted's right. right now. Yeah, so yeah, Ted, I think you know you have to look at it now. I mean, obviously, some of the guys went into the the transfer portal, and it's still not confirmed if they're going to leave yet or go. I think you know because of that ruling, you probably have to say, okay, sorry, dude. Yeah. You, you're in the portal and we're not going to take you back. You, you sort of screwed yourself and they'll be able to, to find a few there. Well, my question is, is this, and I think we've had this conversation before on this show. Does it matter anymore? Can't you just get an NIL bill, NIL deal that offsets the cost of your education that so you can just, Hey, okay, that's cool. I'm not on scholarship. That's fine. Oh, thank you for the 60,000 bucks that, that paid for my lodging, my um, food and my education for this year. No, you could, um, but I, I think you got to be really good, though. <laughs> well, sure. that, but then you know, it. then it's. I mean, it's. A, I guess it's a little weird. Then you're actually having to to do it yourselves. 
and you know pay the rent and and do all these other things and that the, the football guys aren't getting and right and make sure it's done the right way you know even you know those guys are getting meals and everything else i would assume if you're not on scholarship then you know you've got to do something different with the the, the meal plan yeah do they take care stuff. of you if you tear your acl or they pay for your hospital i mean that's you know that's those kind of things are yeah but they even do that to walk on so that, that yeah. i think that would still count but so, so you, you I, could I be a walk-on technically and, and get all that money you're right ted i'm just wondering yeah exactly at this point in time are we going to be back to like the bear bryant rule basically the path that you're i'm sure very aware of where yep. you just you know get scholarship players and put them on basketball baseball whatever is this kind of like the new era of that like hey you know what let's get all these three stars because sometimes they turn out to be really really good and let's just pay for their education through NIL. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you, again, you can only have 85 scholarship players, but it doesn't mean you can't. You know, like the, we talked about this yesterday when Billy Napier got here. He goes, there were only 13 walk-ons at Florida. How in the world is that possible? And, you know, uh, that's part of that could be part of where they want to beef up their roster. But, again, to get an NIL, that means you have to be good enough that they wouldn't even consider you leaving, you know. Well, that, that, that's what – that's what you would think, but really you can give the money to whomever you wish and say it's under the guise of NIL. Yeah. You can still give them the money. Uh, yeah. I, again, I, I, we're, I mean, we're, we're getting in the weeds on this a uh, little bit, but it's, it's, a, it's a mess right now. By the way, we got to get a break, Ted. Sorry. All right. Take care. Bye. We got to go. Uh, we'll be right back. More of the tailgate, Pat Tooley and Jeff Cardozo here on ESPN. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing Team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. The springtime is packed with Gator sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Another hot and humid day will give way to some fog once again overnight tonight. Our forecast for north central Florida includes partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight, scattered areas of fog, and the overnight low at 69 with a light southwest wind at about 5 miles per hour. For the day Friday, more moisture in the atmosphere, so scattered showers and thunderstorms with the high hot in the low 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Randy Wright. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Luka Doncic, my God. There's a little bit of a, like a Magic Johnson showtime in him. When you're watching him play, it doesn't feel like you're, you're watching a game, right? It feels like you're watching an event. It looks so easy to me, watching him, that he just got that it, that stuff. It's crazy. You know I'm starting to think he is probably going to win the championship by himself. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, I was going to spend about 10 minutes today talking about a documentary I saw about Leonard Skinner, but I don't, I don't think it's going to come up today. Too much going on. Let's uh, Again, Jeff is out of the ballpark. I am here in studio. Let's go to ATX Gator. What's up, ATX Gator? Gentlemen, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, today, what a great reminder of why we love sports, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just awesome. I feel bad for the people who aren't into it. Um, I guess quickly on on Mitch, you know, as a a 37-year-old Gator fan, you know, Mitch's really the only voice I've ever known, obviously. Um, And, you know, his, you know, kind of announcement and such, I I don't want to say like heartbroken, but there's so many other sentimental things, right? I can remember sitting on the back porch with my grandfather and and listening to Mick on the radio and um, so much else that, you know, he kind of his voice brings, right? Um, and, you know, I hope he knows how much Gator Nation loves and appreciates him and, you know, wish him, him nothing but the best. Um, you know, and, and, and Pat, you mentioned this earlier, and you know, I don't want to, you know, put a cart before the horse, and who knows, maybe the guy doesn't want it because he loves his other 100 jobs. But Jeff, undoubtedly, in, in my mind, and not just because I listen to the show and call in, but, uh, you know, I, I think you're the next in line. Um, I go out of my way to listen to you do the baseball games on the radio um, because you're so good at it. And I think one of the things you and Mick really have in common is, is your love for the Gators. And you, that's hard to find and it's hard to replicate and it comes through. And I, I really hope if it's something you want that, that you get a good look at it. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it would obviously uh, be something uh, re- really cool to, uh, to to be a part of and, and stay here and as long as I can. So we'll see. Would that be the end yeah. of the tailgate if that happened? Uh, maybe. Uh, I'd still hang out with you as much oh, as I could. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, Pat, suddenly he won't, he'll forget who you are, right? Yeah, he'll go, your name again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can't remember. Sorry, do I know you? Yeah, do I know you? Um, and, hey, I think, you know, this Saban-Jimbo thing, I mean, I get it's it's off season, and, and so things could be blown out of portion. I, I don't think Saban really said anything too bad. I mean, I think the way – he phrased it maybe is what why Jimbo got so defensive, um, you know. But it, it's obvious that and I. And he so, he blatantly then attacked him and then started saying he's shady and and he knows yeah. all the things that Saban did because he coached with him and. I mean, Saban didn't say any of that kind of stuff. Right. And, and, and I, again, I, I think this is one of those outcomes of uh, unexpected consequences of NIL, right? It was going to be abused. And, you know, some folks say it's bringing what had been done for years, right? And I think that, you know, that Saban's name has been thrown around with the bad man and, um, you know, so-and-so gets this car or that car and, and bringing some of that above board. But there is kind of the – the rule, if I'm correct, right, that NIL is not allowed to be used as a tool to basically say, hey, come to Texas A&M, we'll give you, you know, $1.5 million NIL deal. It, it's not supposed to be, but in certain states it's allowed. Like in Florida, you can't do that, that you can't sign a deal NIL-wise unless you are already at that school. So right now I'm watching Sterling Thompson take batting practice. If if Thompson wanted to, to get an NIL deal now because he hit that ball over the wall against Florida State the other day, then he could do that. But if Thompson's a, a senior in Ocala High School and he's about to go and play for a state championship, he hits a walk-off homer, they can't just give him an NIL deal now because he's not at that university yet. But in Texas, you can. So that's how they were able to do that. That's well, the rules. And that's what's not fair. Every state has yeah. different rules. It's a mess, and it's a mess because the NCAA screwed it up. But Saban said today, I didn't really accuse anybody of doing anything illegal. I just am worried about the future of college football. That was his quote from today. But I think he was accusing somebody of doing something illegal, unless I totally misread his quotes. No, well, I, I think it wasn't elite. He, it wasn't breaking the law, which is what Jimbo said, because – um, and, and, and Jeff, I, I have to look into it. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure in Texas you can't actually do it because that's why Quinn Ewers left Texas. Oh, true. Yeah, that's to, that's true. To go to Ohio State and then came back. But um, I, I think what Saban was trying to say, Pat, was you're not. I can't say, hey, like let's use Austin for an example here, Jeff. I can't tell Austin, hey, if you sign with me. I can promise you a $2 million NIL here at the University of Texas. That, like, you're not allowed to do that in the recruiting process. Once he signs, I can then give him the deal, yes. But it, it maybe that's where you're saying, Jeff, like, even if he signs with, you know, hypothetically me at the University of Texas, I can't actually give him the money until he enrolls in yeah, Texas. Yeah, correct, that, yes. Got it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it, and because and, and, you could very but, you could very easily get around that and say, hey, we have so and so getting NIL deals. If you come to school here, you'll have that same opportunity. And, and you can do it by by going through uh, fifth cousins and or rep reps, you know, and. And even though you're not supposed to, I mean, you can still do it. I mean, people are doing it all over the place. Right, right. And that's, you know, I do worry a little bit about Florida with some of our, you know, cleanliness. I don't know if that's the right word. But if, if that's what it is and we don't, you know, until the rules are actually kind of codified, then maybe we need to start, you know, kind of operating as other universities are to make sure we're not falling too far behind. All right, appreciate the call, ATX Gator. You're absolutely right about that, and that's been kind of the appeal that Billy Napier has been making to all the Gator clubs. Is we we really we need to. Uh, by the way, just one more thing, and then we'll take a break, Jeff. The SEC just issued a public reprimand of Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher because they violated. I mean, I'm sure that that's gonna. That's going to really screw up their lives, a public reprimand. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to get a break in here. We'll get to we got plenty of calls coming in, a lot of big news day, so we'll get to them after we take this break. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Marshall Tempest. Former Gator Al Horford was cleared for the Celtics for tonight's game against the Heat. The Celtics and Horford will try to tie up the series on the road before bringing it back to Boston. The Gator baseball team has a game tonight at home versus the South Carolina Gamecocks. Coverage for game one of the three-game series starts at 6.55 p.m. tonight. The Gator baseball team have another game Friday, game two of the three-game series against South Carolina here at home. Coverage for the game starts at 6.55 p.m. The Tampa Bay Lightning play game two against the Panthers tonight. The Lightning lead the series 1-0, and the game starts at 7 p.m. tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Marshall Tempest. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. 
When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadWearDesigns.com. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. After three decades in the booth as the voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert is calling it a career. On behalf of everyone at ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, we say it's been an honor and a privilege. Back in the shotgun to throw a deep ball down the field for Questrade. He's got it! 40-yard line, 30, 20, 10, goodbye! Thanks for everything, Mick. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gator Head football coach Billy Napier. And you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I love this tweet from Aaron Torres. He said, Nick's saving spin zone of I never said A&M cheetahs like being on a diet, eating a piece of cheesecake, and claiming... But I didn't really break my diet because I use low-fat Cool Whip. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, let's uh, get to Tommy's call. Tommy, how are you? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Hey, Tommy. Hey, man. Sad day in Gator Down, man. Sad day. Hey, man. But we all we all got to move on, right? We all gotta we all gotta be ready. Um, I just wanna, like I said, um, it's kind of it's kind of funny to a certain extent. Um, last night, a buddy of mine that works at Spurrier's, um, came over to the house, uh, to watch some playoff games and hockey and, uh, basketball, obviously. And, uh, he came over and, uh, he was like, man, did you, did you see, uh, the Thompson hit the other, or, uh, you know, Sterling's hit the other day, the, the walk-off or whatever. And I said, yeah, bro. I was like, I listened to Jeff and Steve in my headset or in my earphones while I watched the Tampa Bay Lightning game on mute. And, and he said, seriously, I said, yeah, man. And I go, and so I said, I, in my personal belief now, this is what I, we're sitting on, we're just chit-chatting, and this is last night, man. And I said, I think Jeff would be the next voice of the Gators if Mick ever quit. I said, Jeff does everything. He's on all the commercials you hear on our show. He does PA announcing. He does everything. He's a diehard Gator like all of us. And, and then I said, now, who would be his counterpart? You know, and it's got to be Tate. It's got to be Tate. It's got to be. 
you know, it's either it's it's got to be Tate because when you think about football, when you wake up in the in in your hearing, you know, before Mick comes on, it's Tate and Jeff. That's true. And, and they they do a great job. And so I fell in love with both of them. No home, you know, no, 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 uh, never mind. I won't get that way. But, you know, like I say, uh, nothing like that. But I fell in love with their calls in the morning. You know, waking up to them is just the same as me, like, missing my kid's birthday because I didn't have TV at a time when we played LSU. And I had to go sit in the car for two hours, three hours, and listen to Mick. Like, and miss the kid's birthday the whole time. My wife now reschedules the birthday until the bye week. I thought you were going to say my ex-wife. No, 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 no. <laughs> she understood when we got married, you know. Like, I I have a gator tattoo. I don't have no face tattoos of my kids. I don't have her name on me, nothing. I have a gator tattoo. <laughs> so that was very, very straightforward right from the get. Uh, so she scheduled the birthday on o- October 2nd, his birthday. We were playing LSU. Well, I told her, please don't do that. She did it anyhow. It was his second birthday. I sat in the car for the whole time of the game and missed his birthday. And so now we do it every other time. But my thing is, is I believe, Jeff, man, we, we're so kind to your voice. Your voice comes off great. Lang with a bang. Like, man, I couldn't wait to hear. Like, man, like, it's time to go home. Let's go home, Steve. You know, it's like. Like, it's time to go to the house. It's like, man, you got it, dude. Whatever it takes, you got it. And I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, gloat you up. If you get it, dude, that'd be congrats. Awesome, man. I know you got so many jobs as it is, man. But that would be be awesome for us Gator fans that kind of can relate to somebody. I don't want somebody I don't know coming in. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know how to explain that. And I'm kind of upset that Mick's leaving because I was kind of like the last caller. I'm 37 myself, so he's really the only guy I've ever heard yep. call Gator games, man. And all of them are electric. And if you guys go through your feeds on your social media right now and they're doing the greatest calls of his careers, man, I'm, I am I cried when it, you know, at the end with the uh, uh, Bamba Felipe, the best play of his life. Right. All right, Tommy. Tommy, we got to go. We only have thirty seconds left to get out of hey, this. I right. got you, Jeff. Good luck, buddy, and uh, congratulations right. on everything the Gators do, man. Appreciate it, Tommy. Appreciate the call. We don't want to turn this into a Jeff love fest. Look, they got a they got a process to do, right, Jeff? Of course. Yes. Yeah, so long process. We all love Jeff. We would love to see him do it, but I I love some other people too. More but than I, me? No, but I do agree. I don't want to see somebody coming from out of. Uh, not connected. Anyway, we got to get out. Come back for the second hour brought to you by Melvin Long. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Radiant Credit Union, a home loan isn't just a home loan. It's a promise to be by your side and in your corner. It's a commitment to helping you build the future of your dreams. And it's a shared vision of what could be with big barn doors and shiplap. So much shiplap. Radiant Credit Union is here for you today, here for you tomorrow, and here for your next 30 years and beyond. Get started today at RadiantCU.org mortgage. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA. 
Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. This program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, welcome back. Second hour of the show brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. And it's been an interesting show, needless to say. I never thought I would be I would come in here and I, I certainly didn't think of when I woke up this morning, Jeff, and think we're not, we're not even going to talk about the golf tournament, the, the major. You know, we're not even going to talk about that. We're not even going to talk about the playoffs. I, we haven't even gotten to the Florida South Carolina playing tonight. We haven't gotten this. It's just been all Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, and Mick Hubert. The three of them are, are connected at the hip for life. <laughs> well, Mick's a, a better man than the other two. Yeah, it's it's it, it's just crazy what's going on. And again, you know, Jimbo Fisher said somebody should slap Nick Saban. I'm like, what is this, Will Smith? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can ask for violence against somebody, can you? <laughs> You're not supposed to. I don't think so. Yeah, it just I, I think it, it just shows you that through this process, remember even when the recruiting class came out, how butthurt Jimbo was when people were accusing him of certain things. Yeah. And it's just it's very evident. Like, listen, if 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 you get made fun of, like I think a lot of times, Pat, like you would go back and you would almost play along with it if you knew that it was like messing around but if like you're more butthurt and you're more pissed off you're more prone to come back at somebody when you actually know that it's true because you're trying to then deflect away from yourself so I think it's very evident to me by the way that Jimbo is acting that they obviously did some shady stuff or they did things where he bought that that recruiting class because the I mean Michelle was great earlier or whoever it was that said it you go four years you're not even close to sniffing the SEC west and making it to atlanta i guess one year they did they were seven and one the one year but other than that like you haven't even been there how all of a sudden do you get the best recruiting class in the history of the world well and that's the thing they that i mean they're proud of their money you know here's another thing what happened with texas last year what was their record five and seven right yeah they ended up with the number five class 
because they're offering all these NIL deals. Now, whether they're doing it within the rules or not is questionable. I, I, it certainly is an issue. Uh, I, I think the, the bigger idiot here is, is definitely Jimbo Fisher because he comes across as somebody who should just say, I ain't worried about what you're saying. We got the number one class, and they're all going to be playing for us next year. I would just left it at that. Yep. You know, but right. So the the way that he's acting, he obviously knows that there's something wrong, and it shows you the kind of person he is. All right, let's go back to the phones, and John is up next. What's going on, John? Uh, doing well, thanks. Heading out to the game tonight. Um, I, I'm going to miss Mick. Uh, the last time I saw him in person was five years ago with with you, Jeff. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska. Right after we won the national championship, they let the fans come out onto the diamond, and uh, Nick was Nick was so nice. Uh, let me take a picture with him and everything. Got a picture with you, Jeff, and it was just a, an awesome time. That's awesome. Well, uh, you got one yeah. good picture then. That's good. Oh, that's a good one too. Uh, quick, quick question for you. Uh, I guess for for both of you, um, if we're able to sweep South Carolina this weekend, uh, hopefully, and uh, win at least two in in, a, in the SEC tournament, uh, what do you think the chances are hosting a regional? I think in that scenario, very, very good, because then it puts you basically where Florida was last year, resume-wise. And then if you look at the RPI, which would, if you, you get a sweep, it's you know it's not going to really go down, even though South Carolina's RPI is a little bit lower. I think it would pretty much stay the same. So then you're solidified almost top 10 RPI-wise. Strength of schedule, you're in the top 10. And I think there's a lot of things that you look at. I think just the, the one question that is the, the case, so – if if LSU and Vandy, if they somebody doesn't sweep in that series, then they're probably going to finish ahead of Florida because of the tiebreakers, and then also Georgia because they play Missouri this weekend, going to finish ahead of Georgia. I mean, ahead of Florida. So that means the Gators couldn't be any better than like eighth in the SEC. And if you're eighth yeah. in the SEC, all of a sudden, are you worthy of being? one of the best 16 teams in the country and getting that ability to host. So I just think where they are record-wise and, and losing the tiebreaker. Now, if they got to fifth, I think that's a no-brainer. You're fifth in the best conference in the country, then you should sure. easily host. So I think that's it's, we have to wait and see how the rest of it plays out, but Florida would probably have to sweep in order for that scenario to, to happen. Well, it was, a, it was a great win against FSU Tuesday night, and hopefully we can keep it rolling. No doubt. All right, I get it. Appreciate the call, John. No, it was a great win. I mean, it was fun. The last inning was fun anyway. I don't all those punch outs were that much fun. Uh let's go back to the phones and Brett is up here. What's going on, Brett? What's up, fellas? Long time. Oh, it's the Brett. Guys. Okay. It is the Brett. How you hey, guys Brett. doing? Awesome, man. Well, I saw the news about Nick and I had I had to chime in. So, um, I what what an honor to be able to work with uh, a fine man and amazing broadcaster. Uh, you know, when I when I moved down to Florida to Gainesville and, and, and took the job, so many people were talking to me about who Mick Hubert was, and you know, getting the chance to work with him, it was it was amazing. You know, I got to work with some great ones up in Philly like Harry Callis and all that. And, you know, the best part was when I got down here and talking to Mick about, you know, who I worked with, and we would just talk about old broadcasters all the time. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, and I think that that's what made him even more special. I mean, he, he worked on his craft so much. And I remember hearing stories from, from Mick about how he used to have the radio next to his ear when he was falling asleep and listening to those guys <laughs> in the, the middle part of the country. And, you know, obviously I, I think at, at, at my age I didn't get to do that because we had – 
you know, televisions and not as much radio and the different things that went on. But, I mean, there's just been so many great things to, to hear from, from Mick and, and the stories and, you know, again, about the, the preparation and, you know, just always will. Like, I mean, you know, I was this, this young little punk guy that, that's coming in here and, you know, he was willing to, to try to teach me things and, and help me out. And I'm just so grateful to, uh, to, to have been a part of all that stuff, just like you in the few years that you got to be around him. I mean, you know how special the, an individual he is. Now Jeff is an old punk guy, so. <laughs> that, that is true. But the amazing thing was, I mean, he's been doing this so long, and how many times I would get an email from him that the, the stream was down during the game because he was taping it. <laughs> and he, he would listen to his broadcasts like that night or the next day just to fine-tune his craft. And that to me, that's amazing because so many people in broadcasting you know, once they get to a certain point, you know, I'm not saying they're winging it, but they're just, you know, they go and do their job and then that's it. This guy's going and, you know, going over tape like he's, you know, coaching a game. So I was, I mean, it was just mesmerizing. Yeah, no, he's, uh, I mean, he, and again, I've talked to, to him about this and I've also talked to Jeff about it. Just the preparation that Mick did was just incredible. Um and that's what made him able to do so many games. I think tonight is number 1,028 in baseball. Wow. Just baseball. And he's done every football game since 89. Think about that. It's that's time to retire when you when you can put up numbers like that. Those are Nicholas numbers. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's crazy. And, and it's, gonna, it's an end of an era. I mean, and all the great ones, I mean, a lot of them in college football went this past year. Um, you know, I've got a guy up in, in Philadelphia, Merrill Reese, has been doing it since the 70s, and he's still going strong. So it's just, you know, it, it's crazy. But, you know, I, I'm excited for him and his wife that he's going to be able to spend some quality time with her and, and yeah. enjoy, enjoy that part of his life. I, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. He's going to still come back and do, you know, some appearances and things like that and still be involved with, with Gator Nation. So Well, yeah, I mean, he obviously – it's time for him to, and I think he, he, this is what he said in the story that Scott Carr did. It's time for him to, you know, kind of put his wife first. I'm not saying he never put his wife first, but obviously mm-hmm. when you're doing that many games, all those football games, you're traveling. Jeff, you know what it's like for baseball now, traveling as much as you do. It's hard. I mean, it's it's hard on a family. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, it's a, it's a rough lifestyle, but. You know the the fact that he's still married. That, I mean, that, that's you know, yeah. A lot, a lot of guys in broadcasting aren't aren't married because of being on the road all the time. Yep. So absolutely. Uh, but but hey, I'll be looking forward to listening this weekend. So and and you know and listening to Jeff as well too, of course. Well, <laughs> no, you don't have to. Listen to Jeff. <laughs> hey, I got uh, a feeling I'm gonna be listening to him a lot this week because I don't know if there's cable in my the place we're staying. So, hey, Brett, uh, Bra- Braves Phillies Monday night gets going. Well, so, yeah, I know. Well, speaking of which, I'm actually going up to back home to Philly on Sunday because my dad's getting inducted into the his high school's Hall of Fame, and I'm going to a Dodgers Phillies game on Sunday. So nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, good. Enjoy so. it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was great talking to you guys. And, you know, again, you know, I'm I'm sad to see Mick uh, putting down the microphone and the headset. But, you know, like I said, it was an honor and privilege to 
to call him a friend and 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 work with him for the years I I got to. So. All right, Brett. Thanks a lot. Thanks right. for calling in, man. All right, have See a good one, guys. It's Brett Holcomb, who was the station man or general manager here, right? That was that his title. No. A WR. What was his title? Programming director. Yes. Okay. Well, you could have in, inserted something at some point. Well, there. I couldn't when you were talking. By the way, the final tally on uh, Don, John Daly, who at one point had the lead in the PGA this year, he was one under par before anybody else was. Twenty-one cigarettes. 12 Diet Coke, six packs of peanut M&Ms. No water. <laughs> you know, his son uh, signed an NIL deal with Arkansas. Oh, I bet. Him and, and it's uh, not because he's a – I mean, he's a good player. He He's not a difference maker, but it's because of who he is. Yeah, he got a deal with Hooters. Yeah. That's, that well, would have been the NIL deal I would have wanted in college. Yep. Well, he didn't get anything. Or Hooters. Let's go to uh, – Porter and see what he's got today. What's up, Porter? Hey guys, um, I was I was thinking as you were going over the scenarios with, for the SEC uh, tournament, you know, if we could have just won two games and turned them around, one against Georgia, one against Tennessee, or whatever, woulda, coulda, shoulda. But Jeff, think about it off, off the top of your head. If you could turn one game around from this season, which one would it be? Uh, that's the um, there's two. Um, I know. He, I, she asked you for one though. Uh, well then, if, it, if it's if it's one, I would say that that Friday night game in Athens. Fabian hits a two run homer to, to right. take a two run lead and a tie game, and then and we just is the came, other one. The, that was is the other one. The Sunday to Tennessee game. Yes, correct. That's the <laughs> yeah, other same one. here. That's what I was. I thought I was thinking. Um, oh well, we can win us. Hey, uh, I asked uh, Steve this question. He didn't really either. He didn't know the answer. He didn't understand the question. Um, how important? Or, do, do we, is there any? Uh, do we have any idea as far as the, the UAA, are they looking for a voice of the gate or somebody to do all of the sports as we've had before? Or um, is are, are we presuming that just because that's how they've done it in the past? And he, he said he didn't know. It depends on what you know what, what they're thinking. And that Otis Boggs didn't want to do baseball, and that's really why he got a chance back in the day to, to do baseball. And um, I was just curious about it because they can't get anybody better to do baseball than you, Jeff. And I don't know if you have the aspiration of being the voice of the Gators, or I just don't know. But um, whatever they do, they don't need to take you off baseball. What's, but what's your feedback on the position itself? If you have any, and I'll take it off the air. Go Gators, be safe. All right, Porter. Thank you. They are looking for a um, football and basketball. basketball person. Yeah, like they like it was before. Although you've kind of taken over that baseball. Yes, I will not lose my role at baseball, no matter what happens. Yeah, but you might if you became football basketball. Oh, well, I'd still do baseball. But not every game. Why not? Because there'd be games that would conflict with basketball. Well, yeah, a few. couple. All right. Come on. This turns into a Jeff Cardozo love fest. PG is up. There's no telling what he'll say about him. Yeah, man. I think – I mean, I've thought about this. I saw Mick taking some time off and – Doing the uh, the broadcast from the booth or from the studio, and I was like, man, I wonder when he's going to hang it up. And I actually, I do always come back to Jeff. I've said it to other people. I I, I like it. I think that would be awesome. So yeah, you know, I wonder because there there are people that COVID affected and contributed to them retiring this year or last year, and I don't think we're done with people who the whole COVID experience kind of changed the way they look at their jobs. And I think Mick, I yeah. don't know this, but I mean, Jeff and I don't, I'm sure you, 
you, you talked to him, but I, I don't think this came up. But it may have been part of the reason he's he's ready to take a hike now, you know. Just changed everything. A lot of doctors have retired early. Oh, yeah. They probably had 10 years left. And a lot of good referral sources are gone. And it's like, wow. And it's another one. seems like every couple of weeks. But um, so I did this show for the first time like five years ago. And Jeff's like, yeah, just come in. We'll, we'll handle it, whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, make some bullet points, you know, have something to talk about. And then he looks at me when I'm sitting down in the chair. He's like, oh, yeah. Mick Hubert's going to stop by real quick. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what? A, I don't even know what to do here. So, yeah, nicest guy. I mean, he actually led me into the question I asked him. And, and like, I'll never forget that. I tell that story a lot. And it just dawned on me today when I saw the news that he was retiring. And also Lee McGriff is, is stepping aside, right? Yeah, correct. Shane is going to be the, uh, the, the color guy for, for football now moving forward. Yeah, so it's just a complete change. I love Lee, too. Lee's great, man. He, he knows his stuff, and the SEC, and, and it's just it's, it's a sad day, but, you know, it was coming. So Yeah, and yeah, I mean – That's all I got. Thanks, PG. Appreciate the call. I, I know I asked him about this several times, like three or four or five years ago, and it, there were, I mean, his indication was he was going to keep plugging away as long as he could. And I, I know in the story he said he, he might last till 80 – but, I mean, so obviously, um, you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on and, you know, with all the stuff that he's having to deal with, uh, with, with going through COVID, not being able to go to the game, stuff like that, where um, it may have taken a, an, a little bit of an effect on him. But, look, he's 68. I'm 67. He's going to retire better than I'd have. We know that. That's the only thing we know for sure, right? Agreed. Okay. We also agree we have to take a break. And we'll do that. We'll come back with Ryan here on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Tyler Lightburn. Former Gator Al Horford is now cleared for Game 2 tonight against the Heat. Horford looks to help the Celtics win on the road and tie the series at one apiece. Coming off a thrilling walk-off victory versus FSU, Florida baseball starts its series tonight against the South Carolina Gamecocks. Coverage for the game will start here at 6.55. Gators men's tennis looks to keep their title hopes alive against Virginia in the National Championship Tournament quarterfinals at 8. The two-time defending champs, Tampa Bay Lightning, face off against the Florida Panthers in Game 2. The Lightning look to take a commanding 2-0 lead in the series tonight at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tyler Lightburn. FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. 
Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible, so check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year, so help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, oh, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the daily with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Tailgate, Jeff Cardo's out here at the uh, the ballpark. Duel's back in uh, studio, and obviously there's been uh, a lot of conversation about uh, Mick Hubert, the voice of the Gators today, and you know, everybody that has uh, called certainly uh, spitting out a lot of love, and I will uh, echo those same sentiments because uh, he's now in front of me, and uh, I got to talk to Mick earlier today and you know, obviously just uh, let him know how special he was to me and all the times that we've spent in uh, the booths all over the country have, uh, have meant and just all the knowledge. I mean, heck, this notebook that's sitting in front of me is uh i stole it from you mick and uh we'll bring in uh, mick now just to uh to say a little uh, hello goodbye but you know I, I think a lot of people certainly sad i know you're not sad of, of the 33 years you spent here it's uh you loved every minute of it i loved every minute of it jeff and, I, and the, the fans here have been so great to me i came in and, and you know as an outsider i, I grew up in near chicago and worked in uh, peoria illinois and dayton ohio and a good friend of mine that I worked with in Peoria and now I was working with in Dayton back in 1989, he said, Mick, you've got to apply. I said, Bruce, I don't know anybody there. If they don't know me, I got no shot. You've got to apply. He insisted. So I sent a tape down, and there was 150 of them. They came in, and, and they selected me. So over the years, people have said, hey, did you see the lottery? You got a, the lottery sway up. I said, the lottery? I said, how many times can one guy win a lottery? Right. I won the lottery in 1989. They're still paying me today. So, you know, it's, it's been great. I have no regrets at all, and I have great peace about it. And really, it's a, it's a, it's a burden that's lifted off my shoulder because I've been contemplating this for several months, and I couldn't tell anybody because I wasn't 100% sure. But I was 99% sure. But there's still, you mean there's a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a chance. But, uh, and so now it, the, the cat's out of the bag, so to speak, and I just feel great about it. But it was tough keeping that, keeping that quiet. And I enjoyed coming to the ballpark. I enjoyed doing the basketball and the football games. But I knew probably it was my last go-around. And I couldn't possibly think about, you know, 
maybe you should just told him last August. Oh, are you kidding me? To have to go through this for nine months? Yeah. I don't know how Mike Krzyzewski did it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Roy Williams, he said, Lon Kruger, those guys, when they retired, Jay, uh, Jay Wright, season ended, we're done. And I said, that's the way I'm going to do it. I mean, you know, we got this last weekend series here a little bit. But, I mean, basically, to go through that for nine or ten months, yeah, it would wear you out. I mean, I'm, I'm the last 24 hours, I'm worn out already. <laughs> so, you know what, Jeff? We'll go 15 innings tonight, won't we? Yeah, exactly. With, with a rain delay. <laughs> I, well, I heard, well, there's going to be a rain delay this week. Yeah. That's I heard, only fitting. I heard the Gator baseball team is going to try to win this series for Mick. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be great because they're playing great. And, Pat, that would be, what, uh, four series wins in a row. So, yeah. now's the time to be playing great baseball. It is. Well, and, you know, Mick, I think, too, you, I mean, you talk about the passion and, and going after. I think one of the things that, that I'll never forget is just the, those first couple of times where I was in the, the football broadcast booth with you. And, you know, at the end of a game, like, I mean, you're, you're sweating. I mean, you're into it. And it's just it's so intense for three-plus hours, and you were just you're so in tune to every single part of that. And I think, you know, people can't see that. I think they can hear it in, in your voice and, and the love that you had for it. But I think that's a, another appreciation, kind of getting that behind-the-scenes stuff of just knowing how much every broadcast meant to you. And it, it didn't matter. If it didn't matter if it was the Spurrier days when it was 55-7, to, to seven, like you still wanted to give emphasis to that dude that the, the Brady Ackermans of the world that scored the touchdown against Akron because that one play might be – remembered forever and that play you know for a grandkid for somebody that never got to play that's exactly right and i i had that 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 mindset that you know if somebody just takes a random play that i called and put it in a time capsule and 50 years from now they brought it out and said this was the guy who did the gators back in the 1990s and 2000 they go that guy he's awful so you know you don't know what play they're going to call so sure. you had to call every play like it was going to be the play and i talked with the uh, matt cerncy today he's the mayor out in hawthorne my, my spotter in football does a most valuable job spotting for me in football and i said mayor i said you uh You've seen the best of me, and you've seen the worst of me. You've seen me when I've been so PO'd, yeah. and, I, and you know, I can get that way in the booth. But I, I said it was never about anybody. I'm never mad at anybody. I'm just mad at maybe the circumstance that we need to do better, we can do better, or it's not the way it needs to be done, and we, that's not the way we're going to do it. And, and I could go off, and uh, a lot of people said, man, he's a prima donna. But it wasn't about that at sure. all. It's just that there's a way to do it, and let's do it right. And, uh, and for the most part, the, you and everybody else I've worked with over these years, it's just been a great, great pleasure. And I've been so blessed. I worked with you for a number of years, and then I've worked with tonight across the booth here on television with Nick Belmonte. I've never done a baseball game on television for Florida without Nick Belmonte sitting next to me in 33 years. Wow. And then Mark Wise in basketball for 20-plus, Lee McGriff, 23 in football. I mean, I'm working with Hall of Fame analysts. I mean, it's amazing. makes my job so easy. I, I heard that you're leaving because you're tired of SEC basketball officials. Is that really true to that? Well, you know what I told my wife? <laughs> Pat, I told my wife this morning, I said, I don't know if it'll be tonight or Saturday, but and I was kidding, of course. My tongue was firmly planted in my cheek. I said, but you know, I'm going to say, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things I wish I could have said in 33 years that I couldn't, but you know, it's the ninth inning of my last game. I'm letting loose in this <laughs> inning. <I'm> just, <laughs> I said, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I, said, but that, I said, but of course I would not do that. Yeah, that's not, not the way you are. <laughs> I mean, um, Coach Zook, when he was here, you know, he did beat, beat the FSU at Bobby Bowden Field, and then he was doing his TV show, the last one, and he was still angry, you know, and we're going into the last commercial break, and, and Zucker says, I'm going. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not sitting around for this. Yeah. And I said, why don't you? Just go. Go. And I said, but on the other hand, I said, you've been here for 23 minutes. You only got three more minutes. You just beat FSU. If I was you, I'd sit here and do it. He goes, 
All right, and I'll, I'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to walk out with one segment to go at his final TV show. Yeah, <laughs> nuts. Um, it, it prob- and I don't know if you've been asked this yet and you know, doing the, the story with Scott or what, but, I mean, there's been so many tremendous calls. Is there, is there one or two that really stick out the, as the favorites? Well, We've I, been playing them here on, yeah, the, on the show. But. You know, I mean, I'm sure people are sick to death of hearing Doring's got a touchdown. But as I call, I, I kid Chris all the time, I said, I put you on the map. That's right. I didn't know he was <laughs> going to catch 31 career touchdown passes and be the all-time <laughs> SEC leader. But he was a walk-on local kid, and, you know, and, and we'd thrown seven picks in that game already, and we were going to get beat. And so that play – as I said, that came in my fifth year, and people said, oh, that's Mick Hubert, the voice of the Gators. I said, well, I was the voice of the Gators the last four years. Nobody, know, nobody knew who I was. It was you know, Mick Hubert, Mark Herbert, Mick Hubert, Mike Hubert, I mean, whatever, you know, <laughs> and finally that play. And then, of course, winning the championship in 96, and then the great run with Billy, and I was so close with Billy Donovan and uh, the, the O4s in that group. And then, and then uh, you know, I, we, we communicated this morning with uh, Urban Meyer, and, uh, you know, and Urban, as a matter of fact, is in Sarasota also, so uh, – We'll, we'll reminisce about that a little bit. So all, my, my relationships with, you know, 99% of the coachings around here has been just t- top shelf. I mean, I've, I've been treated so well. And, and I spoke on the phone this morning with Jeremy Foley for about 10 minutes. And I, I sat in his office on April 27th, 1989, when I got hired. And uh, Jeremy was was a guy. And yeah. uh, it was just wonderful. And, and, Jer- and Jeremy, you know, he was so gracious to me all those years. And I went through and cleaned out my desk a little bit. And, and I found cards, notes from Jeremy over there saying, make great broadcast, this, that, and the other. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, 1994, 1997. You know, and so Jeremy would reach out and, 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 you know, recognize you when you were working like that. And so, you know, it's just been, it's been good. As I told Scott also, when we, when we cleaned out some of our house and they came across some of those old pictures, my wife is with her family, and, and you know, it's back at a reunion, and uh, Mick Hubert, he's not in the picture. Uh, where was I? Well, I, I think you stayed home on this trip. Well, we, well you, were the, you were there. You were in Omaha. You were here. You were there. Yeah, I, wanted, I really wanted to cry. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, the, the stuff that I've missed over all these years because it was always the Gators, Gators, Gators. And I was loving it, but I also knew that, man, that's a bad son-in-law. <laughs> you, you know, he, he, never, he never does anything with the family. Yeah. You know, that's tough. It was really tough. And she's retired now, too. So we, we have our health, and uh, we're looking forward to it. And, and I'm just very at peace and very excited about Good. it. Good. That's what it's uh... – Pat, you got anything else? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, I I was talking to Coach Spurrier today, and he said he he talked to you, and yes, he was wondering what you're going to do, and I said, man, he's going to do what I'm not doing, which is retire, really <laughs> retire, and just sit on the beach and enjoy yeah. his his life with uh, with his wonderful wife. Yeah, you know, I, I, there's so many people over the years that in, in the summertime, because my wife was a teacher, so we had the same schedules. Basically, June and July, we slowed it down. We'd go to the beach a lot, and I can't tell how many people that call me in the summertime just catch up or something said what are you doing i said well you won't believe it, but I'm, I'm sitting on siesta keep beach right now oh my god you i said yeah that's what we do yeah you know and so you know that, that's we always thought we'd we'd, we'd do that some point in time and uh and, and we're we're gonna do that and you know it was i heard an interview about three or four years ago and i, w- I wasn't listening closely until the line that i remember they were asking a guy who'd spent his whole life in baseball. He was he'd retired. I'm not sure. I'm not sure really who. I don't remember who it was. But they said, "What are you doing these days?" He goes, "Well, I'll tell you." He says, "I'm doing absolutely nothing, and some days my nothing doesn't start until noon." <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I remember. I go, "That's the way to be right there." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll play some golf. Pat knows I'm I'm not a very good golfer. I'm the, I didn't retire to go play golf. But since I'm retired, I Might will well. play golf. Yeah, but I'm not going to play five. Some guys play five days a week. It's like their new job. Yeah. Well, that, that would be too much of a burden. 
I don't. I, I like golf. But I don't love it to go out there and beat myself up five days a week doing it. Yeah. Come on, that's a lot of bad shots. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but so many good moments, Mick. And uh, you know, again, from from the bottom of my heart, thank you for everything that you did for me. And um, you know, get to uh, to to hang out with you was pretty fun for yep. these years. Thank you, and uh, Eric, thank you. I mean, boy, I enjoyed watching both you guys play, and it was really really fun. And and you guys were were great players and great people, and still are. And uh, I'm rooting for you guys the rest of the way. And uh, like I said, I'll, I'll be a Gator forever. And as I told Scott Strickland, there's a lot of Gators in Sarasota. And so we'll have a lot of times to, to reminisce and, and look forward to the Gators. And I, as I, I said, uh, I, I can know as much about the Gators as I need to down there or as little as I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Very well, good. There, there's been times in the last year that you didn't want to know much about them. I know that. But <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, you know, the losing can get on you after a while. And, yep. uh, my boyhood, uh, one of my boyhood idols was Jack Brickhouse, who did the Chicago Cubs for many years. And, man, Jack was always smiling. August 23rd, the Cubs are 40 games out of first place and <laughs> couldn't wait to be at the ballpark. That, that's, that's the persona that he projected. And I'm thinking, man, that's what, that's what a Hall of Famer is all about, Ask, acting like he's great to be there when you know you got no chance. And fortunately, in my 33 years, the Gators always had a chance almost every game. They we did. won so many. But, you know, we've had that first decade in the 90s, I thought we'd never, I would never see it again, what, what happened in the 90s. And then the 2000s came along, and it was a better decade. We yeah. won more national championships. Incredible. The last 10 years have been good. But if you look at the last you know, 10 years of my three decades, we haven't won nearly as much the last 10 years, although we got our only baseball national championship, yep. and we have a 2014 Final Four. I'm just referencing events that I broadcast that I was at. So the Gators have had great, great success, and uh, I, I have friends here in town that said that grew up in Gainesville and said, man, you're the luckiest guy I've ever seen because we, we never won anything. I mean, it was always wait till <laughs> next year, and, and you show up, and all of a sudden, poof, it's SEC, 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 national, national. I'm going, well, it's just the right place at the right time. I'm so, so very blessed. Yep. Well, and we're all very lucky to have, to have uh, had you and uh, appreciate all the great comment, great conversations you and I have had over the years. And I uh, miss seeing you in the in the press boxes, although I don't go to that many press boxes anymore. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll let you get to your job. We'll let Jeff get to his job, and I'll just – Take us the rest of the way here on the tailgate. Thanks again, Mick, for joining us. Jeff, thanks, Pat. thanks for your, occasion, your occasional appearance. We appreciate that. And we'll be back with more of the tailgate here on ESPN. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Another hot and humid day will give way to some fog once again overnight tonight. Our forecast for north central Florida includes partly to mostly cloudy skies tonight, scattered areas of fog, and the overnight low at 69 with a light southwest wind at about 5 miles per hour. For the day Friday, more moisture in the atmosphere, so scattered showers and thunderstorms with the high hot in the low 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Randy Wright. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Butler has a chip on his shoulder. But it feels like every year, at least one time, we say the following. Man, that Jimmy Butler is really good in the postseason, right? We always bring it up. We don't mention his name until May. And then he has a game and we go, gosh, he's really good or he really cares. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. 22 minutes left in the show until I go on vacation. And I can't wait. Let's go to the phones and Ryan's up. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, Pat. Hey, bud. Uh, since there's nothing else to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yesterday you were, you said something about floats, and Jeff, he steered you in the right direction. Now go, if you want a big old float, go to Sam's. And uh, they got some in there that you can be on the water and never in the water. They got some good ones. Yeah, I I, I definitely uh, I'm gonna have to hit that up because it sounds like a good deal. Yeah, they got one called the Big Joe, and I'm telling you, man, it's. it's I used to have like one that was a huge baseball glove, and it was so cool. But huh. all floats eventually pop. You know that. Oh yeah. Well, these are this is like almost like a beanbag type thing. Like it's got that kind of junk, so it's not air you're relying on. So. It's always good to go. So there ain't no. If you pop cool. this one, I don't know. You you have to break out a knife. But anyway, I'm gonna pass that along to you because that's a good way to go. But um, and before I say anything about Nick, I own the the Nick Saban and Jimbo thing, and I thought Jeff said it right in the in the first hour. From you know, I haven't gone and like read the whole press conference or anything. I've just gotten the sound bites that pretty much everybody's probably got. But 
I didn't hear Nick Saban say anything but the truth. Now, is he, you know, whining a little bit maybe because he's trying to kind of subtly say to the boosters of Alabama, hey, A&M bought this class, and uh, I don't know if we can keep up. So he's definitely, you know, putting it out there um, that, hey, y'all, y'all going to have to spend a little more money if we're going we're gonna to keep on. But he only stated the facts. And as he several times said, you can read it in the newspaper, which I thought was great because most people don't read the newspaper anymore. They click on headlines. But anyway, to me what Jimbo did in retaliation, I mean, I thought he went below the belt and it just went dirty. And uh, was kind of sharing the behind the scenes, you know, kind of stuff, and about Nick. And I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like he came out looking worse than this thing. Because, like Jeff said, if you if you don't feel like you did anything wrong, you're just gonna roll with it, and laugh about it. But I think he's he got real defensive about it because it's a dang truth. He ain't done no better than Kevin Sumlin. He's getting all this money, and now they had to, he, they had to go and buy him a bit of class. Well, look, I I mean, in the end. We all know there's there's a lot of stuff going on that, and this was what everybody kind of predicted it was going to be a mess. But okay, it's it's a mess. This is a yeah. mess because the NCAA made it a mess. They didn't react to it the right way. Um, they didn't. They could have solved this problem a lot sooner, and uh, they didn't do it. So it is what it is. And, yeah. And like I said, I don't. You know, I don't think anything they've done. None of them's done anything illegal that we know of. They've made it all basically what they have done in the past legal to do this. But like I said, I just felt like if anybody, uh, you know, to me, Jimbo came off looking worse and all. But I, I do think that uh, I heard people talking about Greg Sankey and sanctions and all. Oh, you got to, you know, punish them, whatever. Dude, they're loving this because I looked it up on the schedule. They're October the 8th. It's early in the season. Like Alabama gets Vandy and Arkansas, and then they get A&M at home. So that you know, that's, they're probably going to want to make that. Oh, that, cr- that crowd is. Oh, that oh crowd is going to be. I mean, it's always. I I think Alabama is the toughest place to play, and it's not just because they usually have the best players. I, I think it's the best best environment in the SEC. I really do. And I know Florida can be at times, but Alabama is all the time. Uh, that game will be lit like we've never seen it before. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Oh yeah, the hype going into that thing now—that's—it's going to be talked about now for six months. I yeah, mean, I hope nobody. I, well, I think in two weeks the SEC has their Dustin meeting. I mean, that's going to be hyped a lot, and I'm oh, sure yeah. there's going to be a picture of Nick and and Jimbo shaking hands and making, uh, you know, making up, and everybody will talk about. Well, they they they've talked about it, and they've got it. But the weird thing is, is like I was watching. Uh, Jimbo's press conference with the, in the sound off, obviously doing the show, and just the look on the way he was, his body language was that of a a six year old who got his his uh, ice cream taken away, and it was very <laughs> immature. I I I'm with you. I think say I think Saban looks better than Jimbo on this, but probably neither one of them look great. No, no, you're right. But I tell you, like I said, I, I mean, hey, what is this May and Got them all riled up, and they'll be. I mean, it definitely made SEC media days even more, you know, entertaining. I mean, even though oh, it almost Dan makes Patrick, me want to go. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, they were eating it up. Heather Dennis was tweeting stuff, and they were quoting her on uh, Dan Patrick show this morning. You know, they were just all getting so. Anyway, it's it's going to be great. I think behind the scenes, Greg Sankey's probably loving it. But uh, and of course, on Mick, uh, I think for me, the we knew it was, we knew it was coming, and uh, with him and Lee both going out at the same, you know, it's the end of an era for sure. But I think the most shocking thing, and he, but he explained it well talking to you guys a minute ago, was that 
he just wanted to get it over with because when they announced it on, you know, the, one of the news tidbits earlier today on WRUF, I thought sure the guy was going to say after the 2022 football season, but he goes, Nick, you know, Hubert's retiring after the South Carolina series. And I was like, whoa, what? And it just was like, crap, you know, and I'm going to have to go and actually uh, watch the game, I guess, on the SEC network or whatever now Sunday to hear his final call. But um, definitely just, you know, I wish he could have gone out with a little bit better football and basketball season. You know, I wish it had been a little better for him. You know, he just talked about the – I mean, who, 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 how many people got to go through a Spurrier and a Donovan and whether we like Meyer or not, what he did here for those few years. I mean, my gosh. And then the fact that he got to do it alongside Mark Wise, Lee McGriff, and Jefferson. I mean, he, he, he has had it pretty good. Oh, it's it's been incredible. But, you know, I – it's kind of weird. In fact, Seth brought this up to me, and I wasn't even thinking about it, that um, that Dekaroff quitting the same year that Mick decides yeah. to retire is really kind of eerie. And maybe all this stuff that's going on with everything, whether it's COVID, whether it's been uh, NIL, all, all this other stuff, you know, the access, the relationships you have, with that probably prompts some of these guys who are a little bit older, like myself, to say, I- I've had enough of it. Yeah, there's so much movement, and like I said, and just like he talked about getting to know Jeff and Eric, and you're just naming those two guys, but, I mean, there's so many guys now that they're not even on campus for a, a year, you know, with the trans- they're transferred so quickly and in and out, and so uh, I definitely, you know, like I said, that's probably has to be part of what's behind it, but uh, the last thing I was going to say is that, and obviously, you know, there's so many of us, we, we've been listening to him his entire career here, but uh, you know, the Dorans got touched down in all the many championship calls that we, you know, we know and love and we hear them played over. But I just like his just in-game. And sometimes you don't like it because it means Gators are probably losing or not making their best effort. But sometimes his when he gets a little angry, like he talked about a Mingo, and just he's so funny. And there was, a, there was a basketball game this year near the end, and there was so many reviews and so many stoppages. And he was like, and he's going back under the hood again. And he's been watching TV more than you at home. And, and uh, about reviews, and he uh, he find, he said something to the effect of, "I wonder if they was just they'll just start playing these games, and there won't be any stoppages, and then they're just going to go back and they're going to watch them again, and they're just going to change all the calls and just fix it afterwards." You know, it's just like he was so fired up and angry, and that that's the kind of stuff I'm going to miss about him. Yeah, well, he he especially in basketball, he he would really get because again, he's got the perfect seat. You're right there, and you can um, you know you see it close up and you see a lot of the things that obviously the referees missing he and i are in the same camp there as far as sec basketball officials ryan appreciate the call all right pat enjoy your time off bud all right i will very much um hey kelsey stopped in what's up kelsey she's in around campus junior at uf you want to say anything i want to ask you a question one question i'll let you go all right, so your thoughts on Mick Hubert's retirement? Um, I think it's sad. Uh, he was the voice of my childhood, but I'm happy for him. And you're middle-aged, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I'm middle-aged. <laughs> but, it, I mean, he, w- he was. I mean, you think about all the great – because I know you listen to a lot of basketball games, especially in your car. Away games, yeah. Yeah. No, home games, you're always there. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so we'll have Kelsey for the last 10 minutes of the show or so. If, if anybody wants to get a question in for her, oh, my. All right, we will uh, take our last break, though, and we'll come back. 
You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Tyler Lightburn. Gator Gray Al Horford is now cleared for Game 2 tonight against the Miami Heat. Horford looks to help the Celtics win on the road and tie the series at one apiece. After a thrilling walk-off win, Florida baseball looks to continue its winning ways tonight against the South Carolina Gamecocks. Coverage for the game will start here at 6.55. Gators men's tennis face off against Virginia in the National Championship Tournament quarterfinals tonight at 8. The two-time defending champs, Tampa Bay Lightning, face off against the Florida Panthers in Game 2. The Lightning look to take a commanding 2-0 lead in the series tonight at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Tyler Leifert. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold Hold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Oh my, what a ride. After 33 years, the voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, is hanging up his headset. And Leak looks to throw the ball to Baker, and it's going to be caught, and it's going to be in there for a touchdown. Dallas Baker, the touchdown maker, all alone. And the Gators score on their first possession. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF just wants to say thanks for the memories, Mick. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 981-FM, 850-AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Well, we can still say that for three more days, counting today, because after three days are up, Mick is done. All right, let's, we got a call. Let's go ahead and get to Al. Al, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon. I just wanted to express some thoughts. Of course, I'm sad about Mick, but uh, my wife and I are both totally blind, and we've listened to him ever since he, you know, ever since he came here. And he pretty much just he's our eyes, you know. Sure. Yeah. He, his his description was fantastic. We knew exactly what was going on. Again, that that's the attention to detail that Mick was known for. Um, Oh, and you know, for for blind people, that's great. Tremendous, yeah. Well, that, that I'm sure he would take that as the greatest compliment, you know. Right. Because he, that's what he was trying to do. You know, he's trying to yeah. make sure. Yeah. Well. We all heard. He we all knew what he, was going on. He did it, and he did it well. And uh, I got to go to a game, and I knew exactly what was going on because of Mick. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, he, I really he, appreciate what he, you know, what he did. No, he was uh, he obviously. When you look at the career, I know, I know. If you go read Scott Carter's story on him, he, they've got the numbers of games he did, just football, basketball, and baseball. There were some other games he did, wow. and the numbers are just ridiculous. Uh, like I said, they're Nicholas-like numbers. Oh wow! Now, is he doing baseball on TV or what? Because I haven't heard him on the radio. No, he does the TV games. Jeff does all the all the radio and sometimes does uh-huh. TV as well. But when they do a t- game on TV, um, Mick is there with with Nick Belmonte, and uh, okay. so he'll. I don't know if he's doing. I don't know if all three games are on TV or not. They're on TV okay. somewhere. You can get on ESPN Plus. Yeah. Okay, man. Thanks a lot, Al. Sorry well, I hung up on you early. That was a mistake. That's on my all part. right. No problem, man. I'm an amateur at this. Thank you, Al. All right. Well, <laughs> appreciate, appreciate you. Mick. All right, Al. Appreciate you as I, well. Yeah. Thanks. I will tell Mick that I'm, I'm sure I'll see him again, and I'll tell him that that was a great compliment for him. By the way, just to let you know, uh, not surprising, Florida's lacrosse season ended today. Uh, Maryland's really good. Maryland's 19 and one now. And the Gators were in it uh, at 6-3 at the half, but then they gave up eight goals in the third quarter. Maryland wins at 18-5. to So, again, Florida ends up with a 17-5 record. It's it's like Florida's really good, but there's another level of these great teams in lacrosse that are just ex- exceptional. And, and they haven't been able to get pa- kind of past that uh, hurdle of it. Uh, also, we got obviously baseball. You know, the funny thing is, uh, Jeff and I hardly even talked about Florida and South Carolina tonight. And then, of uh, of course, um, the PGA is still going on, although our TV went out for some reason, which is fine. Rory McIlroy with a 65 today, which is so unlike him to go out and shoot a great first round in a major. He usually doesn't do that and uh, did today. And that's bad news for everybody And it. I heard uh, Michael Collins and some of the other guys talking about this today. They see Rory's name up there in the first round shooting that, and they go, uh-oh, he may have it, and we may all be playing for second place. So, again, we got just a few minutes left in the show. I did want to ask Kelsey. My daughter Kelsey's in here. Stop by just to say hi. 
But I wanted to ask her about basketball because now is basketball your favorite sport, Kelsey? I'd say so. Because you love being a ret rowdy, right? Yeah. And your first impression of Todd Golden, because I know um, you you guys were able to meet him recently. I I really like him. He's he's got a good vibe. He says all the right things, all the things I want my coach to say. Um, and obviously, I mean, he's putting in the work with those transfers. Yeah, I, you gave me a stat I didn't know about that Florida's what no, in. We're, uh, I'm, I think we're number three in uh, transfer class. Well, number one's probably um, might be LSU because all 13 of their players left. They either transferred or went to the yeah. NBA or quit. And we got one of them. Yeah, Alex Fudge, who I love. He's, you, I think you're going to like him. He's a big physical guy. That's what they've kind of needed lately. Yeah, he looks good. And you got Castleton back. You? Yep. It should be. It's in, it's going to be an interesting team. But your favorite player from last year's team transferred elsewhere. Appleby, right? Yeah. He's he's a controversial player. <laughs> he's either really good or not <laughs> or not so good. Yeah. And now you don't have to care about him anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to not have to worry about what he's going to do. And that that was always a worry. Um all right. So um Obviously, we've got baseball this starting tonight, seven o'clock. Softball tomorrow. I think it's four thirty, uh, ish, because you never know. If you remember the SEC tournament, we all thought Florida was going to start their games at a certain time, and they started two hours later because of one time because of weather, one time because of a game that went thirteen innings or whatever it was, crazy like that. Uh, but that's when Florida is supposed to be playing Canisius. If you can give me Canisius's nickname, the nickname of Canisius, that will mean you you need to take my job over. I cannot. Think okay, of. they're the uh, they're the Griffins, the Golden Griffins. I did not know that yesterday either, and Jeff had to look it up. So usually I know every nickname of it. Give me another school, any school. I'll, I'll give you the nickname. Saint Bonaventure. Bonnies. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> I can go all day with this, but Canisius, I guess I've never seen Canisius play a sporting event. But I will tomorrow because they're playing the Mighty Gators. We'll see how Florida does in that. And, of course, Georgia Tech-Wisconsin in the first game. Uh, NBA, we haven't talked much about that. We haven't talked much of golf, but I'm certainly going to watch a lot of that this weekend as well. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. So if it rains in St. Augustine, hopefully we have good cable. That's what we'll need. Great seeing you, Kelsey. Great having you stop by. Thanks for having me. I think me. you have a future in this show, this business. You think? Yep. She is a journalism major. Sports. Journalism. Sports journalism. That's right. That came all from me. I'm giving myself all the credit for that. And that's going to do it for our show, and it's going to do it for our show for about a week and a half because uh, Jeff and I are both gone. Jeff's going to the SEC tournament, obviously. I'm going on vacation. So no shows at all next week. Sorry. We'll be back after that. And we'll, we look forward to it. For Kelsey Dooley, I am Pat Dooley, saying so long from the Sunshine State. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.